he looked up and said, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? Little details in the gospel can change the way we understand what Christ is teaching us. Little details like Jesus looking up at the sinful woman. If he has to look up to speak to her, it's because he is crouched down low on the ground and she is presumably standing there upright. There is no suggestion that this accused woman is innocent or that the scribes and Pharisees have trumped up false charges against her. She is guilty as charged. She has been caught in the very act of adultery. But whereas those who accused her stood round her and stood over her, intimidating and terrifying her with threats of stoning her to death, Jesus, who is the only one able to truly judge, is crouched down low. And from that non-threatening position, way down low, he looks up at her and ultimately sets her free. This is our God's way of dealing with us in our sins. He knows the misery which our sins lead us into. But he has a compassionate heart. He is mercy itself. The Latin word for mercy is misericordia, coming from two words, misery and cordia, meaning heart. Jesus has a merciful heart. He has a heart for our misery. This is the God we are to put our trust in. In his infinite grandeur and awesome glory, God's presence and power can be, and indeed are, quite intimidating. But the greatness of his mercy and love are so given to us by Jesus in such a way that they build us up and put us back on our feet rather than overpower us so that we have to cower in fear. In the visions that St. Faustina had of the merciful Jesus, he told her some very important truths about our sinful misery and his tender mercy. This is what he said. Your misery is not an obstacle to my mercy. Write this down, that the more miserable a soul's condition, the greater its rights to my mercy, and urge every soul to trust in the unfathomable depths of my mercy, for I want to save them all. On the cross, the fount of mercy was opened up wide by the spear for each and every soul. I have excluded no one. A soul's greatest wretchedness does not enkindle me with wrath, but rather my heart is moved towards it with great mercy. My heart is moved towards it with great mercy. These are the words of Jesus to St. Faustina. These are things that he taught Faustina, and he told her to pass them on to us. But the adulterous woman in today's gospel experienced firsthand this tender mercy of God poured out on her misery. As we approach the last few weeks of Lent, we may not be adulterers, but we 
all have our own sins and miseries which, are, which we are invited to bring before Jesus. And we do that in the sacrament of confession. There our sins are not exposed for all to see. There we can have a deep and secret encounter with Christ. And there we can receive his mercy. And in the depths of our soul we can take his words to heart. I absolve you. I do not condemn you. Go and sin no more. We're invited to bring our misery before Jesus. Last Sunday's gospel parable had the prodigal son who had made a complete mess of things. And this Sunday, we have another sinner, the woman caught in adultery. The prodigal son coming to his senses freely presents his sinfulness before the father. This woman is dragged forcibly to Jesus, publicly exposed condemned and humiliated. But both receive the same compassionate embrace, the same compassionate response from the merciful God who loves us poor sinners in our misery, our God who has a heart for the the miserable. So let us, between now and Easter, make sure that we present ourselves before the merciful Lord in that sacrament of mercy, confession.